Yeah, we're good. Five, four, three, two, one. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. I have such a great privilege today to bring on a guest that uh, I've already been uh, learning about for uh, almost 20 years of my life and uh, uh, have all the books to, to prove it. And uh, one of the books that I'm going to be referencing is one of my favorite books called The Sales Bible. But I have... Um, such a such a you know great guest today. Jeffrey Gittimer is actually joining me, which uh, I'm still sort of in shock that uh, you know I'm across from you virtually. But we're going to talk about virtual and in real life and, and a couple of different topics. But Jeffrey, thanks for joining me today. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. Um, in many ways, I'm a very cross the border fan. Uh, I have spanned the country of Canada. I have never been to Halifax. I don't understand why I haven't been, but I usually go, Paul, where people pay me. Okay. And people have paid me a lot of money to go to Toronto, Winnipeg, Edmonton, um, you know, you name it, especially Vancouver. Yes. Um, Calgary, I totally love. Calgary, by the way, has the best bookstore in North America. Well. It's a place called Aquila Books. Yeah. It's run by a guy named Cameron mm -hmm. and it's like a museum, but you can buy stuff. I Great love it. Guy. I love it. I I've spent, has his, uh, book, has his own book repair person in the shop. Okay. It's, and it's on highway one. So anyone who's driving from Vancouver to Toronto can easily stop there in the middle. All right. Well, that's definitely going to be part of the reason this is going to go viral is because of all the great uh, cities and uh, little sort of hidden nooks that you mentioned. And of course, bookstores yeah. for me um, have always been um, sort of my my refuge. And, and oddly enough, there's two places I go to before any real estate showing. I show up about an hour early because that's what I do. And then if there's a vintage shop, a guitar shop or a bookshop nearby, that's where I'm wandering and uh, sometimes making bad decisions and coming home with. Yeah, of course, uh, of course. Sometimes the guitar is more expensive than the commission you are. Uh, you know what? I, I've, I've actually sold houses to buy guitars. I, I'll admit it. Um, again, no regrets because uh, it, 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 in some cases it was something I was dreaming of as a kid. Uh, and finally, as, a, as I got older, I didn't let the dream go. But uh, again, I really want to get into, of course, again, I've got a whole bunch of the books, but I've got my my sales Bible, which I was joking with you before going to uh, school, you know, growing up in, in, the, in the Catholic school system, just because that's what my parents put me in. Um, I always basically referred to uh, the sales Bible uh, in the later years more than any other. So um, getting to getting to know you through the book to me, um, I, I hope sort of started the conversation before, but something that you were mentioning before we started was the, uh, and this is sort of the, the topic we'll talk about, and I hope we'll, you know, hope this will be continued, but the whole emergence of the virtual versus in real life selling platform. And I really want to hear your, uh, your take on that because the pandemic I'm sure has shifted everything, including for you. Sure. Pre-COVID, video was an option and virtual was an option. Zoom yep. was an option. Right. They are now no longer options. They're an integral part of the selling process, or as you say, process. Yes. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings with pronunciations. <laughs> um, so I'll try to be as, uh, as correct as I possibly can. Just mention Please make sure that I, if I need an adjustment, let me know. 
That's right. That's right. Humor. Um, we'll we'll spell it however we need to, but we'll get the exactly. word out there. We'll get the and word you know, out. That's crazy. Why do you put a U in shit? Um, um, color donuts. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Uh, it's 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 uh, it's another it's another podcast as we discussed. And speaking of donuts, <laughs> who on earth favors Tim Horton coffee over Starbucks? And um, but I'll I actually you, I'll tell I you. Sent I sent okay. a tin of Tim Hortons to a Texas uh, realtor that I know because she was talking about how, you know, why would you want to? And she actually loved it more. But you're right. There's there's again, there's another podcast there. The Coffee Wars. Uh, always I good, though. I will tell you that Tim Horton is one of the most expensive hockey autographs. Oh, yeah. He died young. Yeah. And didn't sign a lot. Yeah. I mean, he's like more than a thousand bucks. Wow. For a Tim Horton autograph. So just think about the value of coffee in that regard. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm taking notes here, sir. I'm taking notes. Um, but I'm going to go back to, let's go back to video and virtual. Yeah. Um, I use a company called Dub for video, D-U-B-B. Yep. So if you go to dub.com slash Gittimer, they immediately will pretend they like you. And because I'm a big proponent of the um, of the site and have made literally hundreds of thousands of dollars of late mm -hmm. by using video instead of email. Nice. I might send it through an email. Yeah. But the video is what works okay. because the video is emotional. It's engaging. And it gets the message across immediately, and you can't skip it. I, I'm if, if you send me an email, I may not read every word. If you send me a video, I gotta watch it and listen to every word. Critical part of the message. Yeah. And I will share with you the secret. Some people send an email and attach a video. I don't. I send a video and attach a proposal. Hmm. Big and with Dub, you can do that. Okay. And that's a huge difference in the in the process, or should I say process, to be able to make that happen. Um, the customer's not expecting it. The customer's delighted by it. The customer is engaged by it. The customer is surprised by it. And the customer will take action. Now, the reason I use Dub instead of others is because there's a money button. I, the, the, I, I, I know, the, I know. I wore I know. the money I shirt for you. <laughs> I know it's a secret. There's a money button in every video you send a dub. Yeah. Below dub, you don't need the software. You can hit a reply button and send a reply hmm. in video. Okay. Now, anybody who sends me that, that's a winner. That's a total winner. And with technology now, I can tell you when that customer that I sent the video to watched it, how long they watched it, and if they watched it to completion, and did they watch it twice, which means they might have sent it to somebody else to watch. And there's so many things True. that you can do with the data yeah. that you could never do before. I have to add it for one second. <laughs> Hi, Annie. 
You okay? Yeah. What's up? Your what? Woke up. Oh, you just woke up? Cool. Yeah. What are you going to be doing? Seattle. Whoa. And? I started my day off with spring. Yeah. Oh, cool. Should I pause us? So I talked about the video part. Let me talk about the virtual part. Because virtually, People will sometimes fake who they are with a background. I don't. I This is where I live. Yeah. I'm at the beach today. I've, we have two homes. We're very blessed. We have one in Charlotte mm -hmm. and one at the beach. And um, people say, wow, that's a really nice background. No, that's my background. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's it. Yeah. And so the challenge for, for anybody who's doing a virtual meeting, I don't want to see your unmade bed. I don't want to see your open closet door. Yeah. I don't want you to have your laptop in your lap. Yeah. I want you to be at eye level with me. Yeah. And I want to be able to have a message to deliver to you where nothing else gets in the way. That's critical. I agree. Noises, microphone, lighting. You know, look, I have a light. Yeah. And the light costs a couple hundred bucks, but I'm lit and I don't want to be dark. I don't, you know, I want to show my best self so that I don't get in the way of my message. I wanted you to be lit when, uh, when we did this podcast. So yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, totally, I'm, Paul, I'm, 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 I'm glad lit. you're there. I'm glad you're there. Okay. But here's the, here's the deal with salespeople. You now have to be the master of video and virtual, not just face to face. So those three elements now, yeah. the video element, the virtual element, and the face-to-face -face element have to be mastered. Yeah. Before COVID, you could just master face-to-face -face and be fine. Yeah. No longer, no longer there. But let me share something with you while people are clicking on the dub.com uh, slash Kitamara uh, link that you have in your in the uh, in the podcast. Mm -hmm. According to the the founder of Dub. Less than 3% of salespeople have mastered video. So you get into a video mastery program and you're ahead of 97% of your competitors. That's pretty amazing. That's those so are good numbers. The, the opportunity is there. Then the question is, what's the self-discipline that'll get you there? That's that's the real question. Yeah. And so I'm looking at this from the perspective of, okay, show me, prove to me that you're better than the other guy simply by your level of competence. And then I'll have to, then I have to listen to what you have to say. Oh, this guy's got his shit together. I better, I better listen a little closer. I'm going to move in a little bit better than I'm moved in right now. Now I will give you a virtual background pass, hall mm -hmm. pass. If your virtual background is really in your home or in your environment, right. not simply something that you plucked off the internet. Right. Um, you can take it really far with a virtual background. You can be humorous with it. Yeah. Only if you already know who the other person is. 
That's a good point. Yeah. If you've already accepted them, you can accept their flaws or you can accept their flamboyance either way. Yeah. But I will tell you that in the new age, authenticity rules. Because I can smell it online. I can smell it in a, in a, in a video. I can smell it in a text. I can smell it in an email. Mm -hmm. And I can certainly smell it face to face. Oh, yeah. There's so many more ways that you must be consistently authentic. You can't send me a hyped up email and then be a regular guy on, a, on an interview. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same. I'm, yep. If you meet me, if I, I just walk off the stage, I'm the same guy, same exact guy. And you have to be the same person in your world. Otherwise, the customer's going to go, which who is this guy? Which guy's going to show up on Tuesday? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Yeah. No, you know what? That is, again, that's that's one of the reasons I wanted to connect with you, just because, again, having read through your books and having almost sort of pulled out some of my own rules from yours. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. So this is sort of, you know, me sort of, you know, translating just like I do in, in my real estate, you know, day-to-day -day life. Uh, I'm having to translate uh, you know, fake uh, real estate descriptions into what they really are, you know, old bones, meaning, you know, houses falling apart, that kind of stuff. So the podcast was essentially designed to become a place where um, I kind of have an unfiltered discussion with you guys, especially again, people like you. Um, I've had other, um, so, some other, some other writers join me, a lot of realtors, a CEO of a real estate organization join me, musicians, all kinds of great stuff, because uh, I get something different from each one. And from you, uh, one of the things I wanted to, of course, uh, again, talk about, of course, is just the fact, you know, everything from uh, the fact that you actually had a business card for your cat. Uh, right. I, I, re I remember you mentioning that in one of the early books. I did. The, you know, the, the wow factor, obviously all the stuff that oh, you. Oh, let me explain something. Yeah. The business card for the cat was not just that. There has to be something that makes it unbelievably cool. Yeah. So I would, at a business networking event, I would give my card to somebody and I'd say, oh, by the way, um, I'm not always home. Yeah. So my cat, she'll answer the phone. Yeah. Please take her card as well. Yeah. And she was corporate mascot. Okay. And it was, I would have people run up to me yeah. at a networking event in Charlotte and go, do you have your cat's business card? Did you I bring remember, I remember, I remember reading that and it stuck out to me. And, and that's one of those things. If you talk about people, uh, as, you know, especially for some people, you know, talk about pets, they'll light up more than any other's topic. Um, yeah. So that's one of the things I sort of pulled out my own sort of my own rules from, for example, the Bible. And I've got the, uh, the little teal book of trust the black book of connections, which to me should be, uh, you know, its own Bible. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So the fact that you, again, were kind enough just from a Facebook post to connect with me on this podcast today to sort of, uh, talk about a few of these things. And again, uh, knowing how valuable your time is. And again, I, I know how much priorities you've got in your life, uh, and to take the time to speak to, uh, again, uh, uh, just, a, a guy up here in Toronto, just, uh, come on, come on, no, podcast. No, 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 just, I'm the best fucking guy in Toronto that you've decided to hook up with ever. And you're yeah. damn lucky to be on this podcast. And I go, oh, 
Cool. Way to go. All right. Well, that, that'll be the edited statement. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's damn lucky. I let him get on the, on the podcast. Uh, again, I, I, that that's, you know, again, the unfiltered part of me. And that's one of the things about if you've met enough real Canadians, um, we'll probably be apologizing through the conversation more than we should, but it's just, it, it again, let me, I, I'm going to give one master tip for real estate people, please. And then we'll, then we'll go. Okay. I love it. I love it. Thank you, sir. Real estate people do not know how to show a house at all. That's, that's because be, they do it. Yeah. They do it logically rather than emotionally. And they'll try to be descriptive rather than emotional based. So for example, couldn't agree more. This is the master bedroom. It's 16 by 19. And I'll say, really, I don't believe you. I have a tape measure with me. And if it's not exactly 16 by 19, I'm leaving because you're going to be perceived by me as a liar. Yep. Now, or I could say, hey, obviously this is the master bedroom, but where would you put the TV? And get them thinking about ownership rather than simply this benefits, is benefits okay. versus features, right? That's part of the deal. Yeah. The second part of the deal in the master bedroom is I'm going to take the woman, walk her to what is known as the walk-in closet or the master closet. And instead of describing what it is, which is as obvious as anything on the planet, I'm going to turn to the woman and say, will all of your clothes fit in here? Because if they don't, there's no sense in going any further. Yep. So those two little ideas yep. will breed a hell of a lot more emotional engagement with your agents or with the people that are watching your show than anything I could give them. I agree. I'm, I'm definitely one of those people that, again, uh, looks at features uh, and sort of cringes when I see, you know, every uh, obvious feature mentioned and uh, no benefit or again, uh, emotional connection. So uh, I think we're on the same page, Jeffrey, to begin cool. with, but I just want to say again, thanks so much for taking a few minutes to join me today. Oh, my pleasure. And I'd love to have you back one day, but how do people get a hold of you? I know how to, but how does that, how does everyone else get a hold of um, you? For we have a you 21 have? day sales challenge right now. I have um, chatted you the link for it. Yes. Uh, so you'll have it and you'll be able to post it up. It's unbelievable. I've taken my book to 21.5 Unbreakable Laws of Selling. And I've given it like a four to five minute talk on each one of those laws. Awesome. And it's going to be, it's free right now. Go take it as fast as you can, because we're taking it down probably in about 30 days and making a course out of it that will sell for a thousand bucks. Okay. So when you go for your cup of Timmy in the morning, you might want to take your computer with you and take the sales challenge. I, yeah, I'm definitely looking into it. I, 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 I I'm, I'm always learning training.com slash challenge. Okay. Gittimertraining.com slash challenge. Awesome. Again, I will definitely make sure I look into that and I'm going to hopefully uh, sign up uh, again, every, every other of uh, uh, every other agent up here in Canada that's listening. Cause again, we have not seen you cause I've been to a bunch of real estate um, conferences and seminars over the year. I haven't seen you there, but I hope uh, I get to see you at one of those maybe uh, in the, in you the know, future. I'd really love to do that. Maybe you can uh, create a connection for me 
so that I might be able to make something happen. I, uh, that's Good. all I do. That's really all I do. I, I, I love being that uh, behind the scenes connector. I love everything about behind the scenes movies. Took my kids to see Elvis last night, went into oh, wow. the, went to the dad, went into the dad diatribe of every bit of history. Oh yeah. About the Colonel and Elvis. That's who I am. I could spend an hour on that podcast, but for today, uh, I just want to say thank you, Jeffrey, so much for joining me again, the author of the sales Bible. And again, so many other great books, uh, favorites of mine. And hopefully uh, those of you listening as well. Thanks for tuning in everybody. Cheers.